Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about former spook speaks. That's correct, former spook speaks about UFOs. And this article comes to us from 8newsnow.com, written by George Knapp. Now, Knapp has done a lot of work in the UFO area, produced some great stuff. The title of his article says, A former intelligence official breaks silence on government UFO investigations. He begins by saying, Jay Stratton. Now, I looked this guy up, Jay Stratton. You can go to the uh, government.mil site or whatever. He's a real deal. He's been around the block. And when when Knapp says that, you know, he's one of a kind, he is. Jay Stratton is one of the United States government's highest ranking and most experienced UFO hunters. During his long career working with various intelligence agencies, Stratton might have seen more of the Pentagon's hidden UFO files than anyone. He is the only person in the federal government to have worked directly on all three of the most recent UFO programs, including one based in Las Vegas. goes on, it says, When a mysterious unidentified flying object dubbed the Tic Tac, and we've done a bunch of videos on this, a bunch of podcasts rather, alerted U.S. Navy aviators and sensors off the coast of San Diego in 2004, the federal government dropped the incident instead of investigating it. I'm going to stop right there. Now, this, that's what George says. Okay, fine. But recall that we did podcast about, reportedly, uh, men in black showed up uh, via helicopter, took what they called the brick, which was all of the radar evidence stored on, you know, computer data stored on what they call these two bricks, basically just a giant UBS port, and left. So this leads me to believe that this incident was investigated, but not by any department of the federal government that would ref- that, that would answer a FOIA request. I believe it was investigated by either some agency buried within the black budget or by some sort of uh, public partnership, private partnership the government has going on. So I can't imagine that this was not investigated. I don't believe that. He goes on and says, he says, the federal government dropped the incident instead of investigating it. The first in-depth probe into the incident occurred five years later under the auspices of a then-secretive program called AAWSAP, or the Advanced Aerospace Weapons System Application Program, created by the Defense Intelligency with black budget funding spearheaded by Senator Harry Reid. Well, that's what they tell us, George. But remember, black budget funding is where they get the money, but they don't tell you where it's going at. So how can we believe anything they say? And of course, this was funded by the late Senator Harry Reid, who seems to have had his own interest in UFOs. It says the Tic Tac was the first UFO incident tackled by AAWSAP, and its contractor, Las Vegas aerospace pioneer Robert Bigelow. Remember, it's this public-private partnership. They can ship all the UFO data, information reports, whatever, into the hands of a private company, and they don't have to respond to your FOIA request. The U.S. released a report in 2018, and Stratton is the man who wrote it. So this guy is right on the, on the ground floor of this. This report's written in 2018, okay, 14 years after the fact. But 14 years is enough time for them to shape the narrative however they want to shape it. Stratton said his work into the incident was just that, rather than a passion project. Quote, I didn't really have a passion growing up, said Stratton. 
I didn't have all the books. I didn't watch all the TV shows. I stepped in a job. I stepped into a job at the Defense Intelligence Agency where some things came across the desk. From 2008 until 2021, nearly everything related to UFO activity came across Jay Stratton's desk. He was the individual who decided to abandon the acronym UFO in favor of UAP, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Now think about that. One guy in a desk in this secret office in the government decides he's going to change the entire narrative. He's going to change the name from UFO to UAP. And guess what? The entire news media goes along with it. All the reporters, everything, just like sheep, they follow them. Does that seem okay to you? I, I, I have problems with this. Stratton worked at the highest levels of naval intelligence, which loaned him to the Defense Intelligence Agency, where he excelled at reverse engineering. Well, what's reverse engineering? That's when we take an object or computer program, whatever, that we don't understand, and we take it apart and, re and we rebuild it and figure out how it works. So what is he reverse engineering? doesn't say. He and his colleague, Dr. James Lacazzi, a rocket scientist, saw reports of unknown craft. Stratton assumed that a central location was analyzing the, those reports. So there's, he's saying that they're so compartmentalized that he doesn't even know whether or not other departments are seeing the same reports that he is. As we tried to find that office, we found nothing, said Stratton. Well, maybe he was on a need-to-know basis, and even at his extreme... Uh, extremely high level of uh, security clearance, he still was not perceived to have a need to know. That tells me that these things are being uh, these things are being analyzed in a place where we don't even have access to who is in that office. This is totally, the, in the deepest bowels of the deep state is where they're doing the true investigative work on UFOs. They set out to create an office that would fit that bill, Dr. Lakatsky was reading about a UFO hotspot named Skinwalker Ranch. This just seems too convenient for me. I have to tell you, I mean, I believe at this time is when, I believe that Bigelow actually owned the ranch at that time. After a visit to the property, Dr. Lakatsi pitched the creation of a formal investigation into the location. Reed agreed to fund it, and Bigelow landed the contract. How convenient. Stratton consulted with the AAWSAP program, and later its successor, AATIP, ATIP, or the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. In 2017, then head of ATIP, Louis Elizondo, resigned and revealed the program's existence to the New York Times. This whole thing gets sketchy to me. Remember, Louis resigned ATIP and then pretty quickly joined Academy to the Stars which involves a lot of people, Tom DeLong, I think Hal Putoff's in there. A lot of these big names and these retired spooks are involved with this whole Academy to the Stars things. And they're, of course, are the ones that released, what, the Tic Tac video and several others. That goes on, it says, Stratton's boss asked him to come back and cobble together a new program. Congress eventually formalized that effort under a new name, the UAP Task Force. This is why I say this is like a shell game. I mean, all the data, all the reports, all, all the information, all the actors, just it seems like they're just 
you know, shuffling them around, uh, hidden under shells on a on a desk, like like you're playing a shell game, you know, three, or three card money. And secondly, I would like to know who this guy's boss was. So continue on, the article says, one of Stratton's projects was the creation of a comprehensive but classified briefing that included video of UAP and photos collected by the military. Most of those images remain unreleased. Some were leaked, including pictures of objects encountered on the East Coast and buzzing Navy ships on the West Coast. Now, remember, this, this, they're not really coming out and saying it, but this is talking about the release of those first uh, videos to Tom DeLong's group, to the Academy of the Stars. And DeLong's group seems to employ a lot of former deep state folks, everybody from Hal Putoff to, you know, Louis Elizondo. We still don't know how those images were leaked, as they say. Rumor is they were leaked from a uh, deep state employee to a former deep state employee in a parking lot at the Pentagon. I guess we don't know because we don't have a clear chain of custody. But what's interesting, it says, is most of those images remain unreleased, which tells you back in 2004 when those images were taken, somebody captured those images and removed them from the ship. Otherwise, how would you, how would you have had those to release, you know, uh, all those years later? It says, Stratton scoffed at debunkers who explained away the objects as flares, drones, or birds. Well, this guy would know that they that they're not flares, drones, or birds. It's frustrating because you know the rest of the story and you can't tell the rest of the story," said Stratton. This is what I find so interesting about Stratton and all the rest of these former deep state employees. They're never really former deep state employees. They're sworn to secrecy oaths. They can't tell you everything they know. And if this guy is a truly an honest, uh, sincere person. It must be maddening for him not to be able to tell us what he actually knows. Maybe what he actually knows is something he feels could put us in danger. I don't know. In 2021, Stratton left the UAP task force, but only after his work formed the basis of a stunning congressional report of 144 incidents the task force investigated, 143 were considered unidentified. That's a pretty high percentage, folks. 143 out of 144 unidentified. Stratton said scientist Stratton and chief scientist Dr. Travis Taylor, we've talked about Travis, Dr. Travis Taylor before, did the, the, the History Channel's uh, uh, series at Skinwalker Ranch. Seems like a really cool guy. Seems like a super, super intelligent guy. Has been, I think, very open about his uh, employment with different intelligence agencies, the Defense Department, whatever. It's been I think he's been pretty forthcoming saying, hey, we had to get this cleared with him before I could do the TV show and telling us there's, you know, just basically letting you know that he can't tell you everything he knows. Which I appreciate the fact they're coming forward, but at the same time, this does, this does produce a conundrum for the rest of us. How far can we trust people that are still sworn to these secrecy oaths? It says Stratton and Chief Scientist Dr. Travis Taylor now work for Radiance Technologies, a defense contractor with offices in 17 states, including Nevada. We've talked about Radiance Technology. It's just something. This 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 stuff definitely is in the weird category. When the two appeared in the audience of an Alabama UAP conference in the summer of 2022, UFO circles inquired about what Radiance Technologies might be up to. Stratton admits that there are more questions than answers. We don't know. There are a lot of questions. What's your relationship with the Defense Department? What's your relationship 
you know, with this UFO material, do they have actual UFO material in their possession? So this creates more conflict because you have these super intelligent intelligent individuals like Tratton, like excuse me, like Stratton and Taylor, really smart guys, uh, a lifetime of working for the Defense Defense Department and, and the intelligence agencies, obviously sworn to secrecy, and now they're taking this uh, arguably incredibly high IQ, high wealth of knowledge, and they're putting it to work in the public in the in what we would call the private sector. So we don't know uh, how much technology they're taking with them, how much uh, intellectual uh, resources that they've acquired working for the government that they're now applying in their new roles as, as employees of Radius Technologies. We don't know if there have been actual materials from UFO crashes, uh, craft, whatever, shifted from Defense Department or intelligence sources to these new private companies. Lots of stuff we don't know. And so, yes, Stratton admits there are more questions than answers. That's a fact. Okay, now getting on to how they got the story, you can watch the video online here on this uh, 8news.com site. Apparently, the Stratton and Taylor were at this uh, 2022 UFO conference, and that's where they met up with uh, George Knapp and Jeremy Cordell. Uh, Cordell filmed the interview that Knapp did with the Stratton. You know, you just don't know. Are the, is, is the Stratton is he a, just a decent, honest guy who's trying to get the truth out as best he can, or is just just more uh, narrative control from the deep state? Now, before I close this out, I just want to say there is another article here you can find. This is from May 2022. I suppose it would have been about the same time as that UFO conference. It says John F. Stratton Jr. joins Radius Technology as SME for Intel Strategy. So. Yes, he's obviously working with Travis Taylor and these other folks at this new company, Radius Technology. And it just it's just kind of a, uh, a typical, what you would say, uh, news press release uh, describing Stratton. says he's a highly decorated officer with numerous awards. This is, none of this is deniable. And it just gives, uh, I think, more credence to the story. I guess we'll have to wait and see before we can... Before we can uh, really clearly answer the question, are these former deep state spooks really trying to offer us some disclosure, or are they simply there to maintain the narrative? Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over now. out.